Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Today we discuss about ACO, how you can rank your website high by using EEAT. It's a new algorithm we had a year ago. EAT, today we got it one more E, uh, expertise, experience, authority, trust. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Joseph S. Khan. How are you? Good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great. I found you are super active on LinkedIn. You can share a oh, lot yes. <laughs> about ACO. So you find great stuff and share with the audience. Joseph, before we start, just tell more about yeah. yourself, experience, background, about your SEO course, because I found your SEO course on Udemy. So you love teaching others how to get results and any anything, anything that can help others to tell more about you because you spoke on my podcast. I remember that was valuable and I'm looking to forward to learn more. Yeah. So uh, just to start real quickly, um, E-E-E-A-T we're talking about, but I believe there's three E's. You haven't heard about it now, but another E is coming for engagement, meaning experience, mm-hmm. expertise, uh, but you also are going to have engagement experience and expertise that's coming. So just watch out for it. I'm giving you the future here in this call. There's three E's, not two. It was one E to begin with. Then they added another E. There's going to be a third E coming. It's called engagement. Engagement is super, super strong. So about me, um, Joseph S. Khan. There's already a famous Joseph Khan. He's the producer for Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears. It's hard to compete with that name. Right. I mean, somebody that famous. So that's why I always put the S. I think over here. Yeah, the S is in there. Um, That stands for Smith. So Joseph S. Khan um, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, uh, on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Joseph S. Khan is my YouTube channel. The free course that you're probably talking about, the SEO fundamentals with SEO Power Suite. I think that was the big one um, back in the day. Um, that's on my YouTube channel. So anything Joseph S. Khan or josephscon.com, you can get on my free list. I got a lot of gifts and the harmonic ranking factors that we'll talk a little bit about today. You can get for free at josephscon.com. And bio.josephscon.com has all the connections too. Like you said, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're really active on Twitter too. I don't know if um, you, you've seen our activity on Twitter, but we host SERP stat chats every Thursday. Um, with mm-hmm. Serpstat, uh, the tool Serpstat. So we're really active there. Um, even my uh, CEO for Humjam is doing a Serpstat webinar next week on the power of AI, which is really hot right now. Um, nice, so, nice. Anyways, yeah. that's a little bit about me. Just connect. There's lots of free courses, lots of lots of good stuff there. We have a free Harmonic um, Growth Club membership that you can also get for free. But if you opt in, you'll get information about that um, from nice, my list. Nice. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You know, I'm not super active on Twitter. Uh, I check out randomly, but usually have a lot of other things to do. Sometimes yeah. I'm not super active on LinkedIn as well, because the last time I spent more time uh, with AI, you know, I need to update my own tool. And uh, yeah, I have many things to do with my clients. So yeah, that's why uh, I want to be active. But uh, I think, you know, in marketing, it's important to have priorities. You know, when you have priorities, uh, it's better to do them. Uh, No excuses because uh, that 
why I can't, but uh, because of priorities. Simple. Okay, <laughs> Joseph. Uh, you know, uh, I thought about EEAT, and uh, I thought uh, what kind of E we will get the next time you share with us. Interesting, we'll see. Uh, additional E because you know, I check out dictionary and I found many great words we can use, <laughs> plus one more E. So, yeah, we'll see. And Joseph, tell about this algorithm how it works, how it can help. Because, you know, for example, you mentioned about Serpstat, it's a great tool. We have many other good tools like iChiras, Moss, SEMrush, uh, Uber Suggest, and they usually measure some. Uh, Parameters like keyword difficulty, domain authority, uh, the level of competition, but they don't measure EEAT. Can you tell how to measure, you know, if you start from scratch, if you don't know what kind of parameter is it? Yeah, so the first, the, the now the new E, the old E started with expertise, okay? And that was kind of easy to understand since there was a lot of people writing content. There was even article um you know, content that was coming out or whatever. And so Google said, you know, especially you remember the my money, my life, anything that came out that affected health, anything that came out that affected your finances. And I think that my internet's having a problem right now too. <laughs> no, no, no. I can hear you well. Okay, good. Um, mm -hmm. It is kind of, um, you need to be an expert, meaning you need, your expertise has to show be connected to that content in order to rank something on money, on medical, on whatever, because you couldn't put out bad information. So this expertise, Google has extended into uh, local business. If you're a carpenter, a plumber, a dentist, any of those types of things, um, Google can check your LinkedIn, can check your social profile. So that expertise to start with, the way to um, um, the, the reason why that changed is because a lot of people were going, oh, so all I need to do is game my author box. OK, meaning all I need to do is just game that section and I can get because Google, everybody's trying to game the system or game the algorithm. So Google then said, well, we need an, uh, another E because it's really not just about the expertise of the person writing the content. It's about the experience of the person with the dentist with the um meaning meaning we have to get we have to cooperate this with actual people's experience so that experience is not only the speed of your website it's not only the experience of the person reading the content it's also the experience of the person with your product aka reviews aka testimonials aka likes and engagement that's the first experience so it's built on the degree of experience with the actual product. So, so you can't game that. I mean, people try to game reviews all day long, but in reality, um, the content needs to actually have a like on it. It needs to have somebody saying, oh, this is great content. It needs to have an experience associated with the content. Content is not just one dimensional anymore in Google's eyes. It's now an experience. And so that experience not only has to be fast, but it also has to be actual usage of the product, the testimonials, the reviews, the all those connectivity dots and then connect to the expertise, which says I'm certified. I'm a doctor. I am connected to, you know, other content. And then that goes into the authoritativeness, which is where the the content, the person writing the content, et cetera is or has published work or is an authority in the field. 
So not just do they have expertise, but but are they an authority? And that authority part is just based on how many connected entities say that they're an authority. And what does that mean? That's like backlinks. That's like um, guest posting with them as the expert. That's, you know, that's showing authoritativeness of that author, of that content, of that experience. And then the trust piece. And again, we as Humjam have built a tool around all this. The trust piece is um, is basically the likes. It's, it's it, again, all connected. And that's why it's hard to measure in a SIMRUSH or HREPS or whatever is because the trust is based on the the environment agreeing that that's reliable content. Yeah, um, nice. Nice. Well explained. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, and so uh, that's you know, EEAT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting that uh, uh, when I started my uh, online journey many years ago, like plus 12, uh, 12 years, a lot. So, you know, I had a team of writers who wrote about anything. You know, I, I gave them topics, weight loss, finance, anything, you know. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea how they did it, but <laughs> Google ranked well, all this uh, nonsense. Today, uh, I have no this team of copywriters because Google changed the rules. So Google fired all these people. But you know, right. uh, what? <laughs> uh, today I have a team of editors who can edit context uh, text from writers. Uh, and I prefer to cooperate with people who have experience to write about special topics when I can add this bio, you know, section bio to tell that uh, these uh, people have experience, uh, they are experts, uh, so you can trust them. Uh, can you tell about how to find these writers? You know, because uh, it's not like uh, to open Upwork, Fiverr, any other tools, because I, I see it's a big issue. You know, uh, I spoke. Um, with many customers and many of them told me I need to uh, update my products. I need to compete with, in huge competition. So uh, I have no time to write and I have no experience to write. Can you tell how to find writers who can create something new, valuable uh, to satisfy this parameter and uh, to get uh, ranking positions? Yeah, interestingly enough, um there's a couple of answers to that and and our easy answer is we use a combination of ai and some 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 working around it but here's how you do it here's the easy way to do it and have any writers write or whatever the expertise needs to be connected to the owner of the website it needs to be ghost written from the owner of the website because usually the owner is the one with the certifications with the a LinkedIn profile with the authority, with the owner of the company. So usually the owner of a, of a plumbing company is the certified plumber. So they're naturally going to be the expert. So any content that's written on that site is written from the plumber that owns the website, not written from a content writer who's writing for the plumber. That would be dumb. They're not even an expert in plumbing. They may be writing plumbing content, but they're and they might write some good plumbing content, but it should not be linked to them, should not be linked to your content writers. Your content writers should have no expertise at all. OK, that's why we use AI to do the same thing, because AI has no expertise at all. It's written. So it's AI content that's made sure that it's got a 100% human score that's back in the flesh score down from college level to 10th grade level. You got to do that. 
because if you don't do that with AI content, that'll be a watermark and Google doesn't rank that because you miss the intention of the market. And the intention of the market means it's got to be at a level in which the market can read it. So if it's plumbing, if it's air conditioning, if it's any service-based system, that needs to be 10th grade level. If, if AI wrote that chat GPT for chat GPT is going to write that at a college level. Okay. And so if you put that content out at a college level, that's going to be messed up. Now, make sure that that content is at flesh score of a 10th grade level. Then the expertise is attached to the owner of the company. So the author box says this blog was written by the owner or the vice president or the person that's connected every single piece of content. So if you got an e-commerce store, so our Bugs Bunny content on our Bugs Bunny store is written from Chuck Jones' grandson. Why? If it was written from me, do I have expertise in the history of Bugs Bunny? No, that'd be a dumb miss to make me the expert of that article. So we make it him, the grandson, right? Why should we make it anybody? Now, did he write it? No. He did not write it. It was ghost written as him, right? And But the expertise goes to him, to Google, right? So Google don't know who actually wrote it, whether it was AI, whether it was me, whether it was our team. But if it's attached to the, the owner of the company, it grabs all of their expertise and all of their authority, if that makes sense. So you can have any writers you want, whether it's AI, whether it's whatever, just attach the author box and the content to the owner of the website or a president or C-level or somebody that's got the certifications in that company, whether they're writing the content or not, makes no difference. They Go hired ahead. Make my day. <laughs> but they're just, you know, you're the ghostwriter. Yeah, got it, got it. You mentioned about AI. You know, that was simple to ignore, hard today, impossible tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows about AI, but I found that AI is the best rewriting tool ever. Rewriting, not writing, you know. So, uh, right, right. Yes. yes. I, I played a lot with AI and I usually get uh, nice written content, nice written, well grammar, but it's uh, nothing special, nothing new. Uh, without, I use it for touch. research. It's amazing for research. Oh, please share it fast how to do it. <laughs> yeah, on the research part, you just have yeah. to have the prompts. I, I did this on a call yesterday. We were training a team of about 25 uh, people, outsourced teams, on how to use this to do research. And le legitimately, if you have ads.google, your keyword planner open, okay? And then you have either chat GPT-4, I use Nieva or use Poe or use um, chat GPT-4, any of these. All you have to do is make sure your script or your prompt is correct. And like like what I was showing in this call, as I was saying, give me, I was just directly saying, give me the best long tail SEO keywords for uh, people. And here is the key. Most people, when they're looking or researching for SEO, they research it based on the informational space or they like say for plumbing, they go plumbing services, plumbing near me or whatever. People don't. That's not their problem. Their problem is I have a leaking faucet. Desperately need a plumber. You know, that, that's that's the intention. So as long as your intention is correct to chat GPT, you're going to nail it. OK, so so we basically did that and then said desperately needing air conditioner, air cooling. When we said desperately needing as the intention, chat GPT spit out the juiciest 20 
long, long tail keywords you've ever seen in your life. It spit out 20 long tail keywords that I then copied and pasted it into the bulk, you know, rank tracker on ads planner, Google ads planner. And it showed these were not only low competition, they were super high volume. And even when you did the keyword check to see how many people had them in the URL, you know, the all in URL search under 10, mm -hmm. under 12 for thousands of search volume searches, meaning chat GPT found me the juiciest low tail, long tail keywords that had the highest ranking and the lowest competition just by structuring my question to it correctly, mm -hmm. which was insane. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh my God, this makes search keyword research easy. <laughs> Just tell ChatGPT <laughs> to go find long tail keywords. As long yeah. as your prompt is correct, meaning desperately needing air conditioning, not HVAC services. When I did HVAC services, it spit out 20 keywords that had no volume. Mm -hmm. And why? Because people aren't looking for HVAC services. Most people don't even know what HVAC is. Yet most SEOs in that industry are using HVAC keywords, not desperately need air condition mm -hmm. but yeah, the nice, majority nice. of the search volume is desperately needing search uh, air condition not hvac services you know what i'm saying 10th grade level remember not college level yeah yeah awesome awesome so yeah, yeah nice. so chat that's an easy so make sure your prompt is correct i need long tail keywords for and make sure that intention is correct and it'll spit out some juicy keywords and then double check it in hrefs sibrush SERP stat. Mm -hmm. I use ad planner if I don't have any of those open because that's quick and easy too. Um, and then get your your competitive, your search volume, your CPC, all that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, super Joseph, easy, super uh, quick. Yeah, I have the question about uh, writing these prompts. You know, once I watch, uh, uh, yeah, I saw on Twitter when Elon Musk shared his prompt uh, when yeah. he asked the question uh, on ChatGPT. Uh, that was long question with many details. Uh, I don't remember exactly the question, but uh, I read a few times to understand what Elon Musk <laughs> want to know, you know. So, yeah. and uh, I found that many people uh, are lazy, you know, compared to Musk because they usually write generic questions, you know, generic right, uh, requests. Right. They get generic uh, replies. So, can you tell about these prompts? How to uh, ask specific questions that your competitors don't do it uh, to get these uh, unique answers? And and it's really to be descriptive. Okay, so the good thing that and, and I even showed in that training yesterday when I said, "Give me funny keywords. Give me clever keywords." Meaning, you put clever, funny, angry, sad fearful, any emotions, meaning, meaning literally if you just change and say the top 20 long tail keywords with people that are scared of losing their air condition, you would be surprised what, what comes up. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so adding emotions. Now that's why I say be very, very specific. So don't just say, give me the top keywords for SEO for niche. You know, it's going to, it's going to spit out the super generic. It's going to be really generic. You say long tail mean talent specifically that you need top ranking now chat gpt4 will tell you look we don't have data to let you know whether this is accurate or not that's what it always spits out when you say i want the top ranking but this is our best guess that's what they say they say well prior to the year 21 here's our best guess and chat gpt4 will spit out what they believe were the top long tail words prior to September 21, which was again, when I put it into ads.google, 
were amazing keywords. So even though it could be old data, it's just that data that anybody has pulled out. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, like the gold, like gold mining days, you know, it's just data that hasn't been sifted yet. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So, so more descriptions. And then, and then and instead of saying HVAC plumbuses, e-commerce, SEO, whatever, talk about, and this is what I, what, what my chat GPT testing and training is think about the terms of the prospects intentions or problems or challenges. If you give it that, then it really explodes because that's the actual keywords that have low competition with high volume that nobody knows about, um, which is thinking in the mind of the intention of the searcher and say, what are their problems facing this challenge? And then say, give me the long tail SEO keywords for local. If it's local, say the word local. Chat GPT knows what that means. You know what I'm saying? Meaning when you say local, when you say SEO, when you say long tail, when you say angry, when you say that, it knows what it means. Just pretend like you're giving it to Einstein. That's why he gave it such a long description. The longer the description or the prompt, copy it, write it down, put it on a notepad. Don't lose it or forget it. Because if you go back, you'll be like, I can't remember what I did. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Copy it down if it's a good chat prompt or whatever. But the longer, the better. Meaning the more descriptive, of what you're actually looking for. And guess what? If you have credits, just keep trying because it will learn from you. Meaning it will know what you're trying to get to by your questions back to it. Meaning if I asked it a question and I wasn't happy with it, and then I said, gave it another term that's related to that, it's going to know that I asked that first question. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it will build and learn, I think 20 questions. It'll learn 20 questions deep. Um, so if you keep asking it, it'll learn from the previous question. And then eventually you're just like, oh, man, these are the juiciest keywords ever. And you can even say, give me the most experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trust keywords on the, you know, you could even be that descriptive and see what happens. I haven't done that yet, but my brain said, why don't you try that? You know, um, yeah. I mean, you literally could just put the E algorithm in there and say, chat GPT, go give me the best E keywords, you know, and see what it does. Um it would be surprising. And then I'd take those keywords and throw it into planner and see if there's merit there, you know, and if there is, I'd put it on the target to either refresh or create new content. Um, so that's, that's as easy as it is to use AI to help with the research of the keywords, you know, it's like, cause you're just talking to it. You're it's like, you're talking to an Einstein and say, go get me this, go get me that. Go, but you have to double check it. Like you have to put it in Simrush. You have to put it in Serpstat. You have to take what they say. Unfortunately, what would be cool is if Simrush or Serpstat would build Chat GPT for into their tools, which is what I'm trying to do. But we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret, cat. No. Yeah, and we do have Chat GPT four <laughs> in our new tool. We have a new tool called Hawk Local that connects all these e components using AI. It takes the testimonial and writes it, rewrites it using ChatGPT4 in the voice of the customer for the experience from the customer. It'll do that from video to content and then post it to not only our clients' web pages but also to Twitter, to Google Business. You know, AI will will run that automatically like a social bee. Like it auto posts to Google Business, it auto posts everywhere. Um, using nice. AI to rewrite the video. Okay, guys, uh, I want to ask you, please don't say to anyone that Joseph 
is building this AI <laughs> uniting with Serpstat. Please don't say it to anyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my uh, partner is going to be on a webinar in a couple of weeks. So hopefully I didn't steal any thunder. <laughs> okay, Joseph, uh, you know, uh, you uh, made prediction that the next uh, will be engagement because we have this parameter in uh, GA4. You know, uh, in uh, universal exactly. analytics, we didn't have it. Right now, we have. Uh, so I think it's important to know engagement because we, we need to know how people spend time. Bounce rate can confuse, often confuse because people can get uh, some information, can bounce. That's okay, normal, nothing bad with that. But engagement, you can see. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, once I read a book from Josh Ugerman. He wrote this book 40 years ago about marketing. And I think this book, uh, you know, even today uh, can share a lot of insights uh, how to retain audience. And I uh, spoke with Jim Edwards. He worked in Business Insider 10 years, a lot. And uh, he started on this company from scratch. Then the company was sold for $500 million good success uh, and he told me that success of business insider depends on creating non-boring content so uh, josh ugerman said uh, on his book about that that you need to retain and we uh, have today you know it doesn't matter what type of content video content audio podcast books uh, uh, blog posts uh, people bounce fast most people bounce on youtube yeah. for example yeah 80% of people live in uh, the first 20 seconds. People yeah, we call only... the eight second rule. Yeah, it's like the eight second rule. Yeah, the same like uh, people read only 5% of all books. Uh, we have this uh, high mm -hmm. bounce rate. And I'm interested about creating non-boring content. Can you tell how to create non-boring content if we use AI? Uh, you mentioned about uh, to have this human touch. I mean, like to ask about mm -hmm. emotions, to share emotions. Any other tips how to get this human touch by using AI? Or it's better to edit to provide this human touch? Uh, both. The answer to that is both. Um, in, mm -hmm. our, in our agencies that we train and teach uh, engagement on, the engagement piece is not the actual posting piece. Right now, people are doing work, doing work, doing work. And in reality, we as humans should let the robots do the work and we do the relay, connect, you know, be in person, be human. So, so our engagement piece is the human engagement. AI is not, you know, AI will chat with you now and stuff like that. But, but realistically, what we want is the AI to post the content. But here's what it does. The create the engaging content, the post actually has to ask the opinion of the reader. Who doesn't like to give their opinion? And I think I froze. No, uh, no, no, no. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like to give their opinion, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the AI posts, posts and asks an opinion, asks, what do you think about content the content that you're writing that you want to be an authority on you ask the opinion when you post the content you go hey would love to know your feedback would love to know your thoughts on this or even um give him a reason to engage that's the other thing we do with local um give a hashtag you we call it the two-step you've probably seen the two-step um hashtag notes below to get my notes okay so everybody then hashtags notes below and then the engager comes in and says got you i'm going to send it to you in your dm got you going to send it in your dm got you going to send you 
that now gives you what they call edge rank, meaning the engagement algorithm says, hey, here's something hot going on. There's a lot of lot of connection, a lot of people posting, a lot of people liking. So we're going to now expose this post in the algorithm. And Google's going to also take note and say they're talking about content that we also know about and it's getting engagement. We're going to rank this content at the high, high, higher on our list too. That's why I say engagement is a part of the new algorithm. They're not talking about it now. We're talking about it first here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where again, this, this two-step engagement, we've seen increased ranking on the content in which that article is talking about. So if you create a blog post and you send a two-step on Facebook saying, if you comment on this, we'll give you a special gift. We'll give you a special thing, a checklist, a gift, a a free call, uh, give them a gift, even gifts, gifts, opinions, anything like that. Respond to this. Not here's con that's where people make the mistake. Here's a content. Here's a quote. Here's content. Here's a quote. You didn't ask me a question. That's not social media. Social media is let's talk about it. Let's here's content. And I need to make you angry, happy, and want your feedback. You know what I mean? Um, and so a lot of times it's asking Please engage and I will help you or I'll give you a gift. So it's content that's asking for two-way. It's not just one-way content. It's two-way content. That's how you solve that engagement riddle. Nice, nice. Uh, Joseph, I have the question about uh, gaming the system. You mentioned in the beginning. Yes. Uh, and I think today it's not a good time to manipulate, to game the system because Google is smart. You know, Google has experience, knowledge, and uh, I think it's better today to play by rules, you know, because if you play by rules, you can get much better results. So, uh, but uh, any content creator, anyone, I don't know anyone who don't use ChatGPT. Uh, I cooperate with some uh, specialists who uh, publish uh, on Forbes, Bloomberg, many other websites, uh, well-known websites, and all of them use uh, ChatGPT, all of them. I check out. Uh, I even uh, use some tools uh, that can uh, understand it's AI written or human written content. Uh, uh, I got a few uh, tools online and uh, I usually tell them, please don't do it. Uh, and uh, it's better to use in the correct way. I mean, like, uh, okay, you can use it, but use in the right way. Uh, I don't need uh, rewritten content. I don't need this uh, generic content. I need something new, something valuable. Can you tell uh, how it's important today to play by rules? And uh, I mean, like, uh, if you can share some balance of using AI and manual job, because I see different ratio, like someone can tell 20% uh, for AI, someone can tell 80% of AI, your ratio about that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, I mean, open, open.ai has the checker that'll check whether it's human or not human. You know, you can check it just on the open AI where you get chat GPT and chat GPT four. It has the checker on there. Um, the, the, the thing that we use that um, I'm going to recommend is word.ai. I don't know if you've heard of that tool, but it's a tool that, that we've used. It's called word.ai. And mm -hmm. it will rewrite content. It will know if it's AI written content. It will remove the AI out of the content. It will it will um, use an algorithm to clean it up, spin it up. It'll it'll make any content online 100% original. 
Okay, this is Word.ai. Um, so so any any Chat GPT four stuff, any Chat GPT stuff, we just run it through Word AI and clean it up. Meaning you can take your your AI text and clean it up with a tool like that. There's tools that will clean up your AI. Now we take it from there and we post it into a tool like SEO Surfer. From SEO mm -hmm. Surfer, then our content writer will go, ah, that wasn't correct. Ah, that was right. You know, they'll go in and they'll go, how well was that chat GPT or chat GPT four and chat GPT three and any AI written content is just to start the article. It's just to take the, you know, the, the brick laying out of it. Okay. It's just to make sure the foundation is there. Then the writer goes in with say a surfer and make sure all the H twos are correct. All the images are correct with the alt tag image tag meaning there's seo stuff that has to happen on that page so they go through and they make sure that it's seo correctly while rewriting some things meaning if they have to rewrite some stuff or whatever so it's a combo of ai and human to make it faster just like any construction job they get better tools to make that job easier faster or whatever and the chat gp tour before just makes the bulk work easy easier to just get the book and then once you have the book then you can go through and add the flavor the spice the you know making it better or making it rankable chat gpt4 is not going to create ranking or rankable seo content you've got to do that part it can mm -hmm. give you the base and then you take that and make make bread it'll give you the flour and the ingredients then you take that and make a better thing you know what i'm saying yeah i agree i love it love it yeah yeah 100 you know because uh uh, even, it's like three, uh, three, three phases. Like we take the AI, then clean it up with Word AI, then clean it up with Surfer. Like it's like a three, three phase filter to go from AI to ranking. Yeah, it's hard to find one tool that can provide all job, golden button, <laughs> silver. Well, have you bullet. seen Searchgraph? Searchgraph just came out. Searchgraph used to be LSI uh, graph, I think, mm -hmm. and they just came out. We're, we're, we've been testing it. And they have the 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 surfer level thing built in now with AI writer built in with their keyword research tool. So I don't know if you've seen that. Let me know. I'll hook you up with it. Um, but it's no, uh, no. You, you it does all of them in one tool now. Yeah, you can you can send me the link. I'll uh, submit to podcast episode. So guys, you can check out this tool. I'll test as well. Cool. And you know, in such uh I think, you know, uh, my prediction, let me share my prediction yeah. about uh, AI because you share that the next uh, E will be engagement. But my prediction, a uh, chat GPT will be keyword research tool because, you know, mm. plus 100 million users use today to ask questions, to use keywords. And I think ChatGPT collect all this information, collects oh, and yeah. <laughs> in yeah. some time we'll get oh, a yeah. new keyword research tool, probably better than existing keyword research oh, tools God. because yeah. yeah, with long tail keywords, uh, a lot of requests. It's my prediction. I don't know when, uh, even today you can ask on ChatGPT, please uh, give me keywords specific about specific topic that people use on ChatGPT inside chat gpt so you can oh no i didn't know that i should now that go i'm like oh man i need to look at that yeah <laughs> yeah that's but, a good uh, script i i think in the future we'll get even volume you know <laughs> how yeah, often yeah. people can use it <laughs> well when yeah. i ask volume questions to it right now it just tells me that the data is not up to date 
Yeah, not now. In the future, we'll see uh, the data Real from time. Uh, yeah. Chat GPT from directly. Probably Bing will share this data as well. Okay. Yeah, which uh, would Joseph, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph, I have the question about mistakes. You know, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. I keep doing them. You know, because I don't know another way how to learn. It's not like to. Uh, I think everyone starts from generic strategies, best practices. Then we need to adapt to find something else, to think uh, how to differentiate yourself, how to go ahead. Can you list mistakes that people still do by using AI to create, uh, I mean, like to satisfy this parameter EEAT and your tips how to find a much better way? Yeah, and like I said uh, earlier, the biggest mistake is writing from the writer, like meaning whoever the writers are on the blog, on the content, whatever, Make sure there's an author box on every piece of content. That's a new thing now. There's if you're um, a, if you're most WordPress sites, I think even Dude and some others, they have a plugin for the author box. Make sure to put an author box on all content. That author, however, needs to be one with some expertise, which can be ghostwritten through the owner. Meaning, make sure that author box is the owner or the one you know that's actually the authority of that content on that website if you do that then then the ai content is going to be attached to the expertise of the owner so it's not going to really judge it based on the whether it's ai or not ai or whatever the the actual new algorithm that's why they say it google's doesn't care per se as much that it's ai written as much as if the information is backed by the authority that says it's right true and factual do you know what I'm saying? So they don't care if it was written by a computer. They just care that the computer was correct. So yeah. as long as your content is correct, which means the expertise it's attached to. So if, as long as the owner is willing to put his name attached to that content, then Google will say this has that piece of the algorithm necessary to rank. Meaning it's got the expertise. If the owner is willing to put his name attached to that content. So who's ever writing your content, make sure the owner knows that it, their, their, uh, their expertise is going to be attached to it. And if, as long as they're good with that, then it's going to rank better, no matter if it's written by AI or written by anybody. They don't care. They're, they're going to say the author is the owner, regardless. And did the owner make sure it was correct? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the owner looks over the content or make sure it's correct. And if it is, then that's that's the key to that authoritativeness means do a lot of it if the owner has a lot more of it meaning there's a lot more shares there's a lot more things just one article one thing whatever that's not the authoritativeness meaning you've got to be prolific you can't just have one article two articles three articles if you want to be an seo guru you got to have five courses in the market you know what i'm saying like i'm still trying to get more courses in the market you know what i'm saying like you got to keep putting out content, keep putting out content. So as long as it's attached to your authority and you keep putting out more content, then you're going to get the authoritativeness part, right? And then as long as people keep liking it and sharing it and you keep producing stuff that says, please like and share, please engage, then all of a sudden you start going up. You start getting on more podcasts like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, 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 you're, you're just building. It's a building kind of thing, but you're, but now get off of the penguin, Bert, panda get off of that that's old 
Google is in in process right now to change over to EEAT. Okay, so we got it. That's now experience. That's not an experience from the user or the person reading your content, expertise, the authoritativeness and the trust. That's the new algorithm. And it's to prevent the gaming. When we say gaming, you know, um, even though you're using AI, they don't consider that gaming as long as it's attached to the expert. As long as the yeah. expert says this is fine. If the expert says this is fine, then it's fine. It doesn't matter if it's written by AI or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but because it's based on the expertise of the expert, and if they messed up, it's on them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember when Fabrice Canal replied to this question about yeah. uh, uh, I asked him if Bing cares uh, it's AI written or not, and he told me no. We cares about quality. It doesn't matter, you know. Uh, that was written by AI or human. Uh, it's it should be quality because human can write some nonsense. Quality, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. We 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 replaced the content team with our AI team, and our AI writes yeah. way higher quality content than that team. Yeah. Wow. So it's not about that. It's about whether it's it's right or not, whether it's factual or not, whether it's correct or not. Google needs it to be correct and factual and not misleading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as long as it has the expertise, the expert behind it, then then they're like, it's good. Nice. Okay. And that's why my... this algorithm matters. That's why this new algorithm is designed in the way it's designed because of the yeah. new technology that's coming out. Okay. Uh, I, have, yeah, I have the, fi the final question. Uh, yeah. According to your experience, uh, you know, uh, let's imagine you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, completely from scratch. Uh, what will you do to learn more about SEO? And I, I want to ask, uh, explain why I'm asking about that because I found some customers don't understand SEO, but they want to get SEO traffic. And I usually tell them, you know, I, I get uh, much better results, higher ranking positions with someone who understands SEO. If they understand, so then we can go ahead like a cohesive team. We can have... Uh, we can create goals that will provide results, not traffic, not uh, something else, uh, sales. It's more important to get sales. And uh, if they don't understand, I tell them, please take my course, learn on Google, on YouTube to get the basic. Can you tell how to learn this basic, how to learn uh, ACO, or if someone want to be an expert in one day, guru. So uh, what to do today to learn uh, about ACO? Uh, from scratch. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, the first thing I would do since based on what we were talking about today, because I've done this, done this in research, just ask chat GPT that question, and it'll give you a five step formula that usually is correct. Like I, I've asked that question, if I was a beginner, what would I how would I start this uh, trying to learn how to do SEO, it gives you a great plan of action. It really does. Like I'm like, man, chat GPT four is the best mentor out there. <laughs> it really is. Um, mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny because I think it pulls from YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff. So besides the YouTube route or that kind of route, because there's a lot of misinformation, there's a lot of. Um, so if I was starting and SEO, unfortunately, is not a singular practice. There's a content. There's a creative piece. There's a technical piece. There's it's not just one. When we hire for SEO right now, we don't we hire and we we make sure that we have the technical person and they are not the creative person. They're two totally different people. So to learn SEO today would say, 
learn how to be your an accountant, your uh, graphics team, your president, learn how to be all those things. And there you go. That's the same way for SEO, meaning SEO has so many different dimensions, the, the on page, the off page, the technical. Those are all three different individuals in my mind. That's not the same person. If it is a one person, then that person knows a lot, meaning they know servers, they know copy, they know headlines, they know graphics, they know alt tags, meta descriptions, they know rank math plugins, they know schema, they know, name a person who knows all that. So besides us, right? So uh, mm -hmm. we've been we've been doing this a long time. So if I'm a beginner, I'm going to want to see what is the thing I identify with the most, meaning is it the technical stuff? Is it content writing? Is it tools like using Surfer? Am I attracted to that? So meaning the management of it or the tracking of it, the data management piece of it. That's where I would go as a beginner. I'd say, what's the piece that attracts me? Am I technical? If you're not, stay away from technical. Am I creative? Yes. Okay, perfect. There's so much SEO training on SEO content writing. SEO, meaning there's so much stuff on how to be a good on-page content person using seo that's where i'd focus don't stay away from technical you know what i mean um if you're into uh the linking side the authority building that kind of stuff you're, you're more of a worker bee you like signing up for stuff you like then 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 the off page you know would be a place and we see a lot of the off page players on like fiverr and you know those types of places where they're building links and citations and directory submissions and stuff like that that's another role. Um, so, so if that's a, if that's a space you would learn there. So there's kind of three main areas of learning. And I would say one person to learn all three, take a fundamentals course. And so if you type in SEO fundamentals in YouTube, I think our course would come up first. Um, but because we have a, a SEO fundamentals course using SEO power suite as a tool, any tool out there as a beginner, also pick a tool, Ahrefs, Simrush, Serpstat, you know, find a tool because the tool has the education. Learn the tool because you're going to, if you're a beginner SEO, you're going to need a tool. Moz gives theirs away for 30 days for free. I think even you can get a 30 day for free on Simrush. Take the 30 days, take all of their academy courses, learn the tool. The tool will teach you SEO because the main SEO ingredient, in my opinion, is the keyword research part. Nail the keywords, you'll nail it for the client and meaning pick the highest paid, meaning the keywords that actually give your client the most money, that's the lowest hanging, the quickest, you know, content, that kind of stuff. That's what we target. That's going to be the best. So the quicker you can learn how to do that, the better, but that's keyword research. So if you're a researcher, you love researching that kind of stuff, then that's kind of another world is the research world um, is competitive research, keyword research, you know, so you've got that piece in there too. So from a beginner, SEO fundamentals, and then Am I technical? Am I creative? And then focus, you know what I mean? But if you're a manager, then look into the research side, look into the dashboard side, the data side or whatever. But no matter what, find a tool, pick a tool um, and reach out to me. I, I'm, I'm ambassadors for just about every tool out there. So um, we know a lot of tools like we have a lot of experience and access to guru levels on all the tools. So if anybody has any questions on any of them, we have feedback on all of them. Nice, um, nice. Awesome. So valuable. I agree. I agree hundred percent because focusing, focusing yes. is more important than because SEO is huge. You know, it's I don't huge. know how yes, so much. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, I really don't know how to consume a tiny percent of new posts <laughs> that are coming every single day. A I lot. know, I know. And uh, yeah, if you focus on one specific direction, because I spoke with many great experts who know technical SEO or link building or PR or content creation, because they are good with some thing. They don't good with everything. And uh, for me, you know, I can feel that I'm jack of all trades. Because uh, yeah. I, you know, because I'm manager, I manage uh, specially. Right. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. but, yeah. Because I cooperate with link builders, I understand how they create these links. I know, understand about outreach, about uh, PR. Uh, I tried myself. I failed many times, but I understand how it works. So yeah. No, I usually uh, test everything. I tried uh, technical optimization, content yeah. creation, but I am far away from experts far away but i understand how it works i understand how it works i understand what kind of results i need to get so if you want to be manager you can learn about everything but uh to be to become a manager you know yeah that way it works uh joseph it's a big pleasure to get in my show to learn from you tell the best way how to keep learning from you how to follow you how to reach out to you Yes. Um, again, Joseph S. Khan is kind of the key here to getting in touch with me. So Twitter slash Joseph S. Khan, Facebook.com slash Joseph S. Khan, Joseph S. Khan dot com, um, bio dot Joseph S. Khan. If you just do bio dot Joseph S. Khan, it'll bring up a bio link, you know, that will have our YouTube channel, our giveaways um, and all of my social connections from uh, Instagram to Facebook pages, to any of that kind of stuff. So if you want to reach out to me, just look for Joseph S. Con. I think if you Google Joseph S. Con, I don't know, I've been trying to work on that. It's really hard to go against Joseph Khan. <laughs> He's such an authority. So it's like, ah, this is so hard. Um, but, um, uh, but in anyways, if you type in the S in there, um, I'm findable. So, um, and I, we've got all kinds of courses, all kinds of training going on and free stuff for everybody too. So, um, we love to nice. share. So just reach out. Nice, nice, guys. You can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Google, Apple, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. Love it. So valuable as usual. You know how to share value, how to teach others. I got a lot of valuable insights. I need to go awesome. to an emergency room to consume all this information that you share <laughs> with me. So I need to spend time with that. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.